Hey, what's up, guys? This is uh, Vincent Rocco Vargas. This is the Vinny Rock Podcast. With me today, I have Michael Irby, right? Ladies and gentlemen. Hello. There you go, hello, Michael hello. Irby. That's Michael a, Irby, that's how they say it. So, and I was saying, like, I, have a, I had a soldier, his name is uh, Irby, mm-hmm. John Irby, and it's with a U. So I've been spelling your name with a U, R-B-Y. And so you spell it with an I. That's a constant, uh, you know, it's either U-R-B-Y, R-I-V-Y, <laughs> I-R-V. I mean, it's, it's an odd name. Yeah. Uh, it's actually Dutch. It comes from it's my Dutch. father's side. Yeah. So uh, you... My great, great, great was a slave. Oh, wow. And wow. Uh, the Irbys brought in um, the Irbys brought in my family. Yeah. And that's how we got that Irby name. There you go. Yeah, yeah, baby. Wow, dude. So real quick, obviously you guys know this podcast is brought to you by several sponsors. Uh, I'm just going to go off the top of my head. Uh, first of all, we have Beard.com. Beard.com. Yeah, me and my partner own Beard.com. Isn't that, that's a crazy URL. Uh, it, beard.com. What's a URL? beard.com oh what is a url yeah. awesome so it's so funny so the url is like www dot you know gotcha whatever i'm a dinosaur yeah by I, the way. dude that's right i'm actually teaching him a lot of his social media so it's, it's good <laughs> but so we own beard.com we have all kinds of cool products one of my favorite products we have there's el vato and that's uh the palmate that i have right now mm-hmm. so i'm trying to push that out so that's one of our sponsors if you guys are interested go check that out also lead singers whiskey article 15 clothing all the basics you know warfighter tobacco there's a promo code out there you can get 11 percent off using vinnie rock for warfighter tobacco i'll let you know when we get the victory cigars in because those are the best cigars are you a cigar smoker uh, not really. Not really. Not really. I gotta tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got one here today that I that I bought. I'm gonna probably smoke it right after this. I'll uh-huh. go outside for a little bit, relax. It's a uh, dipped in cognac. It's just uh, oh. it's a special one someone handed me, so I'm gonna try that out. But uh, I'm personally coming out with my own cigar here soon. It's called the Rocco. It's gonna be big as fuck. I love right? it. Right? Yeah, it's big gonna... as fuck. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting that blended here soon. That's just another one of my companies. It's just they're they're just such a bunch of bunch of cool dudes and a bunch of Harley riders. Yeah, baby. Yeah. So now I'm in the I'm in the club now. We're all in. The we're club all in the now. club you now. Know what I'm saying I wasn't riding bikes three weeks ago, and now here we are riding in the middle of the desert. Dude, it's so crazy, man. Yeah. One, one of our other sponsors is um. Lisa Beds. Do you know, have you ever heard of Lisa Beds? It's L-E-E-S-A Beds. No. So Lisa Beds is a bed where you can order online a bed, a mattress. They ship it to your house. It's easy as hell. It's just like, I mean, it's almost as if I was ordering off Amazon. Sure. It's that easy. And then uh, you pick the mattress you want, your comfort size or whatnot. Shows up in a box. You bring it to your bed. You cut it open. It's like vacuum sealed. Really? Unravels and you wouldn't even imagine the size bed that Lisa comes out of it. Beds. Yes, Lisa Beds. It's honestly one of the best sleeps I've ever had. You know, I had a back issue the yeah. other day, and yeah. that was because I was sleeping on my sister's really soft mattress. It threw me out of alignment. When I'm home, I sleep amazing on that damn Lisa bed. Lisa it's bed. Crazy. I got to do some yeah, research. You got to check that out. Because we're up for a new bed. I think it's every Is eight it? years, and I think, yeah. Uh, yeah I Dude, think, I think check it out. I'm yeah. serious. I Lisa, definitely will. Lisa Bed. It's really cool. It's, it's one of my favorites. If you guys are listening, obviously, there's, uh, there's a promo code for that. I believe it's Vinny Rock as well, but double check uh if you guys have a question if you're interested in one of those beds let me know and i'll get you the promo code for that to give you a hundred dollars off of one of the smaller matches or or two hundred dollars off one of the bigger matches so it's pretty cool another one of our sponsors is carnivore club you might like this because because <laughs> you know a lot of the guys we're working with right now are not like they're they eat super super strict diets yeah, right sure. yeah for sure carnivore club is a subscription-based company that sends you a box of meat i'm talking pepperoni salami chorizo all kinds of things that are dehydrated meats that you can just 
pull out of the box and eat them like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, I'm that's here. some manly ass shit right there, right? Carnivores, baby. <laughs> I mean, you know, we are a dying breed, you know, and Dude, we got to hold on to that, you know? Right. That's the old way from all that prepping and all that sausage making yes. and stuff. And people yeah. are so health conscious now yeah. that they forget that it fucking, it's about life. It's about that's enjoying. It. It's about tasting. That's it. You know what I mean? You got to live it's, it, man. That's it. You're gonna, we're all going to get where we're going to get. All right. We're all right? going to have the dirt nap soon. We're all, we're all, all going to get there. That, that dirt nap, you know, that long, <laughs> long sleep. We're going to get there, but fuck it. Enjoy it. Enjoy what you, you can. Know? And while you enjoy that, go ahead and get yourself uh, some Carnivore Club for the holidays coming up here. Go check it out. Um, there's a promo code there. It's a Rocco, R-O-C-C-O. I believe it's, I don't know, man, maybe 10%, 15%. I'm not sure exactly. I'll double check. But if you guys are interested in getting some Carnivore Club, hit me up. I'll give you all the information for that. Don't forget, we got Willie Peach Chocolate. It's another. It's a guy who makes chocolate out of his own house. He actually grows the 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 vegetables that he uses, things like peppers and chocolate. You ever mm-hmm. had a spicy chocolate? Oh, yeah. Oh, Dude, yeah. what a great mix, right? Uh, that's a great mix. It's that one... little bit of capsicum and then that little there you bit go. Of, the, uh, of the dark, the yes. bitter. Yes. You yeah. Know, well, yeah, man, we use it in the moles, you know. They, we dude, yeah, hey, yeah. mole is one of my. You got to come up to Salt Lake City, dude. The, we have a place that has six different, seven different moles. Called mm-hmm. it's called um the red iguana. It's well known there. Sure. This motherfucking place was so popular that they opened one down the street from it, dog. Like I swear, you pull out the driveway, you make a left, and you run into and, the next one. And there's the other one. And the they're both brother. packed as fuck, bro. Really? Dude, it's, it's the best Mexican food I found in. It's the best. Mole in Salt Lake City. I can't say Mexican food because there's some places out there that have really authentic type mom and pop shops. Sure, sure. Yeah, but you got to find those. It's not mm-hmm. very easy. It's it's you don't find the the Mexican culture the Mexican culture very very prevalent out there. And you you in Salt Lake City. It's more in Ogden and other smaller areas. You'll find it. But hey, dude. Well, dude, I'm I'm just happy to have you on here, man. Absolutely. You know, I'm happy to be here, brother. Here's the craziest thing. If you guys don't know who I'm sitting here talking to right now just by the name alone and I'm sure I'm going to post on social media and you'll see but uh, if you were watching back in the day when we were in the military on deployments or, or in training you watched a TV show called The Unit which is loosely based off of the book Inside Delta Force absolutely Inside Delta Force yeah, by it, um, Eric Haney Haney yeah the cool man cat. the man cool cat Dude, and so who I'm sitting here with here, you guys might know him. Uh, your character's name was on the uh, show. On the show, my name was Charles Gray. Charles Gray. Uh, my call sign was Betty. Betty Blue. Blue. Betty Blue. Betty baby. Blue. And how did you? How do you? How did Betty Blue come about? Uh, you know, Betty Blue. You see, it's funny. David Mamet, uh, as amazing as he is, yeah, uh, he he doesn't really give you a lot of information, right? So yeah. I went up. I said, uh, Betty Blue. He said, French film. French film. I, I said, oh. Okay, cool. Yeah. Done. Um, I guess that's my call sign, Betty Blue. Uh, you know, I wanted like the dirt diver. Everybody or wants snake it. doctor. Yeah. You know, I wanted those, but yeah. I was like, Betty Blue, fuck it, roll. Snake eater. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah you know, yeah. I, I wanted something hard, but he was like French film from the 50s. I was like, done, it's David Mamet. <laughs> Dude, what was my call sign? I'm trying to think, because we all made some funny, like, so in the military, actual call signs uh, for like a very professional manner, mm-hmm. you know, we have we have our... It's usually your squad, your platoon concept. So mine was Alpha One One, right? Yeah. So Alpha Company, first platoon, first squad, squad leader. So I was like Alpha One One Bravo or Alpha One One Alpha, right? Which means your first squad leader, team leader, whatever the case, right? So right. it's broken down like that. But then you have some internal comms. And this is like this is the homeboy code, yeah, right? This is what we call each other. Yeah, yes, yeah not we, over the radio per se, but this right. is what we call and one each of my other. partners. One of my, I mean, you know, rest in peace, bros. But he, he called himself the Ocho. 
It was so awesome. And my other was partner. Was this before or after Chad Johnson called himself? Uh, well, it was uh, before. Okay. This, this come from um, Dodgeball. Remember the Ocho? Uh, it, it, that, that channel? So he called, it, okay, it was okay. a, an inside joke on there. <laughs> and he carried on. It's like, obviously, that he's hung like a fucking horse is sure. what his, his <laughs> reference was referring to. And then his counterpart, uh, another one, rest and soul, big guy, uh, my two boys, dude, um, was the Brim Missile. The Brim Missile. <laughs> Mine was uh, sexual mocha. Sexual mocha. Yeah, okay. and I had a whole backstory on that. People are like, "Why sexual mocha?" Like, well, I used to be a stripper back in the day for Latin flavors. A little magic, Mike. Yeah, which is not true. Sure. But I led people to really believe that, and so there was that one. We had a guy we called him Pink Panther. Uh-huh. Man, the story behind that, dude. We found some pictures on his uh, camera <laughs> wearing a pink fucking thong, Ooh. dude, and it was really awkward. It was. It was to the point where it's like. Wait a minute, why is he wearing that? You know, and he, he eventually came out to us like, look, man, I was really drunk that night. Some girl had me convinced to do this and that. And so Dude, these cameras, bro. These, bro. Everybody's got a smartphone. I don't know how smart that is. I gotta tell you. Because there's proof for fucking everything. It's dude, so it was scary. so funny. And so pink we all Panther. have our Yeah, Pink Panther, dude. It it's funny, man. Like you just call each other those names and stuff like that, you know. And, and and you being around filming it so often, you really started to get to know the culture of special operations. Absolutely, bro. Got to know the culture, the community, yeah. the uh, the respect. Um, you know, just some of that, some of that ease, some of that flow. Yeah. You know, uh, it was always about that warm honey. Yeah. You know, it was always about just moving forward. And yeah. You, you know, I mean, you do stuff as an actor, but then when you're able to get there and get in it. And, yeah. Uh, you know, we went out to uh, we went out to Iraq, Afghanistan, Kuwait. Yeah. To visit the boys and girls over there with the USO, mm-hmm. uh, which was a, just that's a, great. It's an amazing experience for me, and right. then also seeing their eyes and their faces and knowing. You know what we're doing. Well, we connected. We connected with your show, right? We connected with the unit because. A lot of us aspire eventually to be, especially guys like me. I was, a, I was an infantry guy. Uh, I was in Ranger Battalion, so special operations. But where I'm in special operations is almost like the good foundation to get to the next level, which would be Delta Force, mm-hmm. right? And for a lot of us, we looked up to those guys. We worked those guys. We, we kind of all knew if you stayed in, that's the next route you want to go. That are special forces. Mm. Do you want to be this crazy door kicker or do you want to be a little bit different? Like special forces does it kind of a different mission, right? right? They, they have their door kickers. They also do, you know, your, your other kind of operations. Fucking a beautiful thing. You know, it's all needed. It's all right. necessity. But at the time for me, Delta was definitely... It, well within my sights that's what i wanted to try and do so watching reading the book inside delta forces probably 90 percent of ranger battalion has read that book really yeah it's just a book that like you got to check it out right uh, it's, it's well-respected book it's like almost every ranger has seen the movie black hawk down sure that's our movie totally right and totally. then and then the next is the book is, is going to be inside delta force which for us you don't in that world in the army the special operations community is kind of like that quiet professional. Mm-hmm. And you've probably heard that that's term going on. The quiet we don't talk as much as as, as others do. The mm-hmm. Navy SEALs have a bad rap for like kind of writing the books and this and that. Sure. But again, it is what it is. That's their world. Right. Delta didn't do that very often. And so when that book came out, it was kind of like, Whoa, what's this? A little peak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was great. Yeah. I, I you know, I don't know. I I, I I remember Eric talking yeah. about some people that weren't too happy that he wrote the book. Yeah, no, easily. You know? And uh, but at the end of the day, these stories need to be told. You know, there there is the lore, there is that yeah. uh, you know there is that mystery that as we as we move and and develop, you know, we got to get it. We got to show all I, sides, right? I, these are just men. I agree that there is there is a, a part of storytelling that needs to be told. Mm-hmm. 
there's a part of it that needs the legacies need to continue. There's there's stories that are forgotten that are dying with with our with our with our studs that are out there doing the mission. Sure. And, and what's hard to see is there's some things that I think there was an honor. There's an honor and a code in just doing your job, not for the glory, but for the fact that's your fucking job. Yeah. Right. Like. You go out there, my squad. Like I talk about my squad leader and my, my team leader quite a bit. You know, these are these are guys that were in my platoon that were raised me uh, to be the infantryman that I became. The leader that I became was really from the, these guys. I looked up to these guys to 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 a sense where where I almost had, I was almost closer in in an emotional attachment to them than I was my own family. Yeah, I've right? heard that a lot, and and it happens, mm-hmm. right? And um. You know, and these guys, I remember him telling me, Sean Barraza was telling me, I was like, man, you know, it'd be nice if we got more awards for some of the badass shit we get to do. Sure. And he's like, for what? You're doing your fucking job. And I was like, fuck, you're right. Like, who the fuck am I trying to get awards for what I'm doing? It's my fucking job. Totally, man. You know, and so when he said that, I was like, and I went to some courses with, and, and I'm not saying I was d- deserving of any kind of like bronze star, silver, none of that shit, but sure. I'm saying, we fucking work our ass off and we go out there and doing a fucking dope ass mission. And, and I guess part of me as a young soldier was selfish in wanting to be proud of what I can, or what of awards I probably could receive by just, just being good at my job. Right. And the reality is like, that's not what you do it for, right? Like you do it, you, you don't do it for the handshake and the thank you for your service. You do it for the fact that you believe in the mission. Mm-hmm. You, you believe in the, the, the end state, uh, the, the goal. Right. Sure. And so like, when he said that, I was like, fuck, man, what a, what a wild, what a wild yeah. ride it, it was and, and being a part of that. And so I do believe some of those stories need to be told. And I think they are being told now in the most respectable way possible. Guys, like a, there's a buddy of mine, his name is um, Marty. Man, his last name is so hard to pronounce. It's Skolvlin, Skolvlin, Marty Skolvlin. <laughs> Either way, he wrote he, he wrote a book um, and it talks a lot about Ranger Battalion missions, you know, and, and it's it's a really it's a really good one. And and he caught a little shit for it, but as well as he was it was written right. Yeah. It wasn't boasting. It wasn't it wasn't it was telling the fine details and re- reminding people about the mission that you know, our Army Rangers do. Absolutely. You know, for a long time that was kind of a it was it was Black Hawk Down was the only thing that people knew about Rangers, and they thought of us as only being um, blocking positions for for Delta. You know what I mean? Or or, or like the the stepchildren for Delta, right? We just you know we're we're the outside security. But you know during this whole war and this time, and this is 16 years of us uh, kicking indoors and advancing and, and just doing some awesome shit. So the United States Army Rangers uh, are are definitely have definitely done their damage in this war. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you, man, what is your favorite? Uh, military character that you've played? Oh. Favorite military character. I got to say, you know, I, I'd have to go back to the unit. Yeah. Yeah, I would just have to well, go dude, back to the unit. Uh, I, I posted one picture with us, yeah. and, and people were like, Betty Blue. Hey. Is, Betty Blue, is he that cool? I'm like, yeah. Dude. <laughs> right? I mean, you've touched a lot of people with that character. That character, it resonated, right? Like, yeah. not just your character, all the four characters, all the four. Oh, men. yeah, Matt Dennis, yeah. Uh, Haysbert, Max Martini, Robert Patrick, yeah. Scott Foley. Just, just, uh, it was bigger than us, you know? Like, yeah. I've, been, I've been doing yeah. this a long time on the actor thing, and I've had some amazing jobs and great experiences. Uh, but this wasn't like a once upon a time show. Yeah. It wasn't private practice or law and order. This was the yeah. fucking unit. Yeah. And and it was bigger than me. Yeah. Right? I showed up to an 1130 meeting not knowing that I was going to kind of be part of this kind of like a game changer show. Yeah. And a show for the boys and girls over there oh, that were in the dirt. It was for us big time. Like it was, uh, 
they it, probably didn't realize how much it would have an impact on us. Bro, that show could still be on. I agree. You know, that show got canceled with like 9 million viewers. And yeah. today, that's a hit. Right? Yeah. Back then, when we were dealing with 17, 18, 20 million viewers, yeah. uh, people were like, oh, maybe it's their time. But that show could and should have still been on. Dude, uh, it was great, man. Because me being in the military, being in the special operations community, you know, also knowing there's Hollywood ties to this show, right? There's always this, yeah, you know. Yeah. But it was so entertaining. And part of me wanted to believe that there was a lot of it was real, right? right? A lot of me wanted to believe that it was just such a fun storyline. You know what I mean? I, uh, I don't know something about that show. I just really, it, like I said, when you walked, when you walked in, when I heard that who it was going to be, you know, you got you got casted, and I was like, mm-hmm. interesting. Isn't that the dude from the unit? I kept thinking, but I didn't research it myself. But I kept right. thinking. And then finally, when I'm, uh, we met, and uh, well, I remember the day when I was sitting there on the bus, and 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 I, I think I was sitting on the inside, and then you rolled up. Yeah, and we're sitting there, we're riding for about five minutes in yeah. silence, and you're like, "Dude, are you Betty Blue?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, boy." And then you told me your backstory. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. there's a reason for everything." Right, you know? right, and uh, so wild, right? Yeah, it's just how all the worlds keep coming together. As long as you keep moving and living your truth, man, the world's yeah. gonna come together. No, it was you great, know? man. And so that's where I actually got to the conversation because it's always interesting to me. Is like, what got you into acting, bro? I was. I was a soccer player my whole life, yeah. right? And I became uh, very good at it. And since it was my whole life, my father was my coach, there was a lot of responsibility yeah. uh, that came with soccer and yeah. kind of trying to live up for that and live up to that dream. Uh, I got in a car accident, broke both of my knees. Damn. And I just stopped playing ball. Yeah. And I went deep. I got angry, spiritual. Yeah. I was so pissed off at everything. And uh, I was imploding, probably. Trans- transition took, yeah you know i was i was in that I was, you know fucking growing pains yeah. right and so i took an acting class and i was in there for about two months and i got given a scene and after i did the scene the teacher calls me over and says buddy i don't know you really i don't know your story but i think that you can be an actor <laughs> and i was like uh what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> and he says i i think that you can actually make money and yeah. go and pursue acting yeah. I was like, uh, all right, well, get me some information. And he says, you can go to L.A. And right now. Yeah. You can go to L.A. with a headshot or you can go to New York City and go to school. Yeah. And I quit, broke up with the girl, uh, dropped out of school, told the parents I love them. Yeah. And I moved to New York City with $500 and Holy started going to acting shit. school. And, that's, that's one of those know, things, though, man. You, you had to take the jump. You had to take the leap of faith. Had to. Had to. No one believed in it. A lot of people won't do that. Yeah, and and it wasn't like they didn't believe in it, but people were like, it was it wasn't a thing, right? Yeah. Like no one from my little town in Cabazon, California, with yeah. my parents, a yeah. little freaking, you know, nobody had done that. And so when you tell people that, I imagine even when you said, "Hey, you guys, I'm going in," you yeah. know, I'm 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 joining the military, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing that. Yeah. You had those people that looked at you like what. You know, I thought I knew you. And maybe yeah. you did think you knew me, but I didn't even know me yet, right? Dude. So that's that journey. I uh, remember when I joined the military, there were so many people like, why? Like, what are you going to fight for? Sure. Right? But it's like, dude, there's so... Even my mom, my mom had a fear. Like, right. uh, Sonny, there's a there's a war going on. It's like, I know. I know. I know. I want to see that. Yeah. Right? And the other part is like, dude, I haven't... I didn't do shit with my life that I felt like I was completely proud with. I fucked up my opportunities for baseball. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it was my chance to try and, uh, I guess, make it right. Totally. Yeah? I was just trying to make this right as far as the acting yeah. thing goes. I was just, 
you know, I was kind of listening to the clues of life that you get. Yeah. And if you don't really kind of look at them and see them for what they are, like I could have told that teacher, yeah, okay, buddy, whatever. Yeah. Right. But I, I like I heard him and I changed my whole life in four months and I was in New York City Shit. and, you know, went to school, started getting work and people were like, yeah, uh, you know, we yeah, dig it. That's dope, man. Yeah. That's it's it's one of those things, man. Acting is like I've been I've been sitting here for the past two weeks now dealing with this acting, and obviously you know this is my first big anything, and so it's what an experience. It's like trying to drink from a fucking fire hydrant, sure. right? And like I'm just I'm trying to soak it in, sure. And it's wild, dude. It's wild. I I was telling my wife that I'm sitting there watching the scene with Angel talking to to Coco, and I'm sitting here and I'm like I'm starting. I'm supposed to be acting. I'm supposed to be in it. Uh-huh. But I turn into the closest spectator in the fucking room, like, dog. I just start watching. <laughs> I'm just like, like, man, they're good. <laughs> <laughs> because it's such a different world for me. Yeah. Right. And I'm not used to comedy, right? I'm used to just because me naturally, I just I find humor in everything, and so it's it's a fucking it's an interesting road, man, and it's fucking exciting as hell, dude. But uh, it's 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 tough, man. And and how about this? What what is it that helps you prepare for a role? How like is there something you do, or is it just? You know, man. I think every every breathing moment you're prepping for that role. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're whether you're a husband today, or or a dad today, or you're somebody's brother today. You know, um, even at 45 years old, my mother still calls me and wants to know how I'm doing. And, yeah. You know, and uh, are you eating enough? Are you are you doing what you need to? You know, um, but man, I just kind of get quiet. I just go step away. I read. Yeah. You know, I'm all about what other people say about me in the script and what I say to other people. Yeah, I've seen you know, that. So before kinda, scenes, I've seen you, you're, before the scene even starts, you're already in. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you know. I'm, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly. Because because I'm an athlete, right? Uh, you want to get in there wet. You don't want to get in there dry. You want to get in there warmed up, ready yeah. to go. And so I have, I've done my work before I hear action. Yeah. Right? And now what I do is just trust that the other person is is bringing me whatever they're going to bring me. Yeah. Right. Like I just listen. Yeah. He's training as much as you are. He, he, yeah, man. And at the end of the day, we're all playing tennis. We're all playing soccer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pass you the ball. You pass the ball back. That's how we talk to our families our friends, right. whatever. Right. We just listen and you don't know what that other person's going to say. Mm-hmm. And that's where I always try to, as much as I know my lines, I don't really know them yeah. until you say what you need to say. And then I'm going to react how you said it to me. Right, like that is yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that's how I kind of process. Like, if you're gonna bring me some shit, yeah, I'm gonna give it back to you. Yeah, if you're gonna bring me some love, then I'm also gonna bring that back to you. Even though the lines on the page might say something entirely different. Yeah, right. But if you're gonna bring me some, some, it's the emotion it, behind. It's the emotion behind the line. The lines are there as a, as a way to get to the end yeah. of the story. Right, like right. there's a first act, a second act, a third act. Even on a mission, you know what the mission is. Right. However, that mission is going to change, 360, 24 seven. It's always going to change. Yeah. Right. And like, so that's why the script is something that you can read and hold on to and make choices. But at the end of the day, if Rocco comes to me and says his line, and I have to respond to that in the way that you gave it to me, it's a, a Meisner technique. Yeah. Right? Sandy Meisner, it's yeah. a technique that he developed and. And, you know, it's just about repetition and listening and, like, listening openly, though. Not listening, that's, waiting for your line. That's something Listening that, until that yeah. person stops talking so then you know it's probably your turn. That's something that Richard was kind of saying, like, is, like, uh, you know, they're up, we were upstairs talking about, like, the scene and this and that. And he goes, let's just act. Let's just do it. Right? Like, 
fuck, we know we're, we know what we need to do. We know we know the mission, right? Yep. We know how to get to the mission. Well, then let's just be in it in the moment and do it. And, it. and I was like, dude, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Like, that sounds right. You know yeah. what I mean? Because like, I can't give you, I can't give you the play by play, and it almost looks too fake. It's rehearsed. Sure, sure. And he has to just just throw ourselves into it and fucking act. That's right? it, man. I mean, you know it. I mean, this is a funnier beast. This yeah. acting thing. Bro. Uh, I've been doing it a while, and I got to say, I'm always surprised. Yeah. Right? Um, and even, you know, in a soccer game, you could say, hey, buddy, great game. I t- oh, buddy, thanks, man. I appreciate that. You could tell me as an actor, hey, man, that's a great job. I'm going to be like, nah, this could have been better. Right. This could have been better. Right. I was, like, I'm the same. Like, it's like, a funny thing. My wife goes, "My so- I play softball still. You're right. You said you yeah, still yeah, play. Yeah. yeah. And so there's games where I'm like, she goes, baby, play good. I'm like, Ah, thanks. You know, like in my head, like, no, man, I went fucking two for four. Like, that's fucking terrible. You uh-huh. know, I could have had a better throw in the outfield. Like, we critique the fuck out of each yeah, other. Yeah, but I believe those are the that's, true, those right. are the true, uh, you know, yeah, you have to self That's how you get, that's how you get better. That's how you get better. I'm never perfect. I can't say that, you know? So let me know this. Out of all the acting you've done, and this is what, 20 plus years? Yeah. What is, what is the, your best character that you've ever played? Oh. Um, we talked about this the other yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, no, no. We did talk about it uh, the other night. Um, I felt kind of shy about saying this because no one will ever see this yeah. film. Uh, I did a film called Bolden. Yeah. Um, and it's a story about the birth of jazz, uh, uh, late 1800s. Nice. Uh, when jazz was transitioning from what was on the page, which was more of a kind of a Creole um, thing that was basically, you know, English, old school, right, you know, you're playing jazz to the music yeah. on the paper. And then after that had transitioned to the slaves that were freed and everybody that was on the plantation coming up, basically taking it back to the African roots. And then that improv jazz. It's just playing. It's just playing. Right. It's, 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 you know, I learned, you know, I learned a little bit of this from mm -hmm. and how silly it sounds that is the movie that with what's, what's his name just fucking did. Damn it. Ryan Gosson. Um, Lala. Lala Land. Damien Chazelle. I mean, yeah. He he explains how. The reason, the way they communicated was instruments. It wasn't because everyone kind of spoke a different language, and, and they kind of just just play music. And they were they went improv, like you were saying. They're yeah. just playing the playing the jazz. Yeah, and that's uh, what the story talks about. It, it, it's a beautiful film. Yeah. Um, again, no one will ever see it, uh, at least with me in it. I believe right. they're still in like the seventh year of reshoots. I <laughs> shot that like nine years ago. Wow. Um, but you know, it was a great film. Uh, but one of the ones I'm most proud about is uh, Pinero. Uh, I did with uh, Leona Chasso, and uh, it was uh, the whole New York Rican poets uh, nice. thing with Mikey Pinero and uh, yeah. you know Joe Pat, Ray Pavad, yeah. uh, Benjamin Bratt started in that, and we became dear friends after that. And that That's was cool. like my first big New York, you know, yeah. film. It was a little indie, maybe a million dollars. I made right. maybe two hundred dollars on that, <laughs> but it was it was life changing. Yeah, you know, and that was the first like big yes. That's kind of that like it, it catapulted. Yeah, what you want? He's like, that's it. Yeah. I'm in it. This is this feels good. This feels right. What is something? A, a what's a dream role for you? Something that like you look to do, or or what is the the end state goal for acting? Like where where do you feel like you've you've topped out? And like hell yeah, I've I've made what I've dreamed about. Is it an Academy Award? Is it is it something like that? You know, it's not. It I yeah. don't, again, you know, when you talk about the awards, yeah, um, it's not really why I do it. Yeah, you know. Uh, I think up to this point right now, I'm even going to say Mayans. Yeah. I mean, yeah, dream, no. dream role. Yeah. Right? Bishop. 
um, I've been doing this a long time, but I've also been like the guy that says, oh, I think he might have went that way. Yeah. Or no, I'm pretty sure he went that way. Yeah. You're right. But I know who I am. And my wife, my mother, my father, like my son, they know yeah. who I am. Yeah. So in that sense, I don't really get a chance to play that on camera, right? Yeah. I, my biggest job is, you know, being happy, dying happy, and being a lover, right, right to right. the world. Yeah. Uh, as far as the acting thing goes, man, I'm I'm living my dream every day. I've already hit it. Yeah. Right? I am Michael Irby, as far as that's concerned. Yeah. When I print up my call <laughs> sheets in the morning, I'm number one on my call sheets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean, the dream job. You know, I mean, I just. It's funny being Latino, and you know, my father's black, and there's a lot of there's a lot of social issues that I want yeah. to kind of approach mm -hmm. and um you know there's the serpicos out there those right. great films that those guys are doing back in the back in the 70s and you know i don't really know if we're making those movies anymore right. i don't even know if they're i don't even know if they're on the slate you know the movies that i think that i want to be in i'm gonna have to make that movie that's what i'm so so you're yeah. thinking maybe down the road production yeah, pr yeah, producing yeah, your yeah. own yeah absolutely yeah. i mean i'm gonna have to make that movie it's that's gonna bad. be a small one you know it's not gonna be fucking tom cruise big right. bang you know I, which is all good yeah right but yeah, like yeah. i i like you know i know who my fan base is yeah i want to make a movie kind of for them yeah that they feel like oh that that's for all of us right yeah that's great damn this acting stuff is crazy bro it's a whole different world for me bro right? you get used to get shot at well, <laughs> you know <laughs> if, if you had a chance if you had a chance of doing, doing the military if like if you could just pause your life and done a couple years overseas is that something you would have been interested in you know, I got to be honest with yeah. you. No. 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 Is you it know, just... It, it, I believe that there is another fight to be had right here. Yeah. Right here in America. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't think that we're taking care of our brothers and sisters the yeah. way that we could and should. Right. And again, we're talking the housing market, education, yes. privatization of the prison system. Yes. Uh, we're talking the entire thing. Yeah. So do I think there's a big baddie out there who yeah. wants bad for America? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, but also, that could be generated by the machine. Right. 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 Um, uh, uh, the, America's a funny beast. Dude. Uh, she, she's a funny girl. And yeah. so in that sense, yeah, but man, I was, you know, and I think that's what people might have even seen in me, right? Yeah. Like, I, I got recruited heavily in high school. Those yeah. recruiters, when they were coming to the high school, they were like, bro, you got something. Yeah. And yeah, I'm fucking loyal, man. Yeah. Like, these, I will live and die for this country. However, she's also shit on a lot of people and a lot of my stuff, right? Yeah. Like, the people. And so, but I know what they saw. It's the same thing that the that the that the industry sees and yeah. casting directors and directors they yeah. they know I got the fight in me yeah right um, there's some fire in you the, the fire's there yeah. the fire's there but I also would like to take care of some of the you know the women and children right here at home no I hear you you know it's kind of like man you know I've done my part in the military and I I love the military and I love still having my foot in the military because I am in the reserves mm -hmm. still so I'm still serving but uh, I feel like I think I'm better used serving a purpose here now as a representative for the military, for the veteran community, you know, almost as a spokesman or a mentor or, or, uh, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But I think that's now my mission, right? That's sure. kind of what I've taken for myself. I think I just need to continue to try and be successful, try and break down some of the barriers that it, 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 here's the thing, man, you, you've been casted a lot as a veteran and you understand the world has told us we're broken for years. Yeah. This is almost 15, 16 years now of the world saying veterans have PTSD, veterans have commit suicide, veterans this, and, and eventually you have these guys that are in vulnerable, vulnerable moments 
that actually believe it, right? right? And it's like they they show and they 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 highlight the negativity of of what we we are, and they don't show the positive side. They don't show the successful veterans, and it kills me, right? And that for me is like, well, how do you how do I become the the well, fuck, man, I got to be get the biggest motherfucking name out there mm-hmm. and then say, oh, he's a veteran? Oh, he served three tours from fucking, uh, you know, two and a half games one Iraq? Fuck, I thought all veterans were broken. Like, no, motherfucker, we're not. Yeah, dude, and you're fucking crushing it. Yeah. Dude. I got to uh, tell you. Dude, just, crushing it. you know, just mm-hmm. just doing 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 everything I can to be to 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 be that voice, to, to be, to change the narrative, right? Bro, Americans... We love to read the papers and we right. love to hear the headlines. Yeah. But a lot of us don't want to get dirty and a lot of us don't even want to know yeah. that that there that there are boys out there getting dirty. Yeah. Right? Like it's it's safer. Right? They right. create this illusion that it's that it's so safe because our boys are over there taking care of the bad guy. Yeah. Right? But your bad guy could be your neighbor as we're watching right now. We already know. I mean with the bad guy could be your neighbor, bro. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's like it's a very fine it's it's a very fine line yeah you know um much respect with what you guys are doing out there and yeah. what, what you know what you've done um it, it, yeah bro trust me we, we we sometimes it's you sometimes sit there and think or at least hope like i pray this all was worth it yeah. right you yeah. pray that the time you've served and your friends that you've lost and and, and the things that you deal with after from post-traumatic stress from 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 just injuries and you pray that Okay, it was worth it, right? You know what I mean. And, and, and where are you at now with that? I, I, I mean, I'm, right, right. Yeah, now, me. Twenty seventeen, bro. Still questions still out. It's always like that. Yeah, you know. I yeah. think it's always like that, right? It's it's. I, I'm I'm a believe that I would love to believe that it, it's it's done good, but I also know it's broken a lot of homes, totally. and it's just a hard thing, dude. It's yeah. it's the it's the double edged sword. You totally. know what I mean? It's like. You know, I served my country and I'm proud of it. I actually served thinking I better serve now because I would hate to fucking see that my daughter would have to serve one day. True that. And she's now 14. And dude, dude, we're still at war. Still at war. Bro, it scares the fuck out of me. My son was my son was born in a war. Yeah. He is, he's never lived a, a day on this earth without being in a war. He doesn't know it. Yeah, because again, we right. turn off that news. We don't have newspapers in yeah. the house. We're not. Yeah. We don't. We we don't. But, but, but we know it. Yeah. And I'm I'm looking forward to that day that that doesn't have to be it. Yeah. Right. Like I don't know if we have to be all out there spread yeah. so thin policing everything. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. You right. Know? Like we don't. We, fuck. Now I'm just worried about like let me just take care of me and mine. You know what I mean. I, 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 again, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, not out of some, you know, solitary lone no, wolf yeah, thing, yeah, but no. just, you know, let me take care of me and mine, so that we can go out and spread the word, right, right. and be that positive energy, yeah, right. Like I want to raise a a man, fuck uh, like yes. not a man that only knows how to fight, but knows how to love, knows how to cry, knows how to laugh, right. I want to raise it. somebody that is going to go and help the the world, right. You know what I That's mean? That's it. And, and it's not for me. He does. I don't. Not so I can be proud of him, so that he can go and be proud of himself and feel like he's making a difference. You know. That's great. Damn, that's great. That's exactly. I think also as parents, is that's all we want. You know, there's some people that don't don't do it. Not as parents. So there's some parents that don't think that. Dude, some right? parents don't even want to be parents. Right. Right. They just made <laughs> some mistakes, and uh, you know, I mean, hey, yeah, that's just the deal, right? That's like, the truth. And, you know, and then sometimes you send them to school and hope that the teacher takes care of them, but the teacher can't take care of thirty kids. <sighs> Right, like so. No. 
I mean, yes, to, uh, we need to take care of each other. Okay. That is that is kind of why I believe Michael Irby is here. Right. Uh, it's not about me. Uh, yeah. I'll give you my last bite. Yeah. Right? I'll give you the shirt off my back right. when it comes to that kind of stuff. I, I don't need anything. Yeah. Right? I just want to – it's how I've tried to approach my life. Yeah. I don't need stuff. I want to give you yeah. uh, stuff. Um, I'll, well, I'll get whatever I need yeah. from – Right. Right. That's good. So let me ask you, man, you've, you've done a lot of military, uh, films. Is there a school in the military that you've heard of and you maybe have acted or something that you actually think would be an interesting course to go through this, any kind of the training? Well, buds, buds would be right. cool. Yeah. 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 That you know, buds would be cool. Yeah. I mean, I can start right there cause I'm, I'm doing, um, I'm doing seal team right now yeah. over on CBS. Right. And, uh, yeah, you know, it honestly, brother, it all sounds cool. Yeah. And I know I could have done all of it. Right. Right. No, like, if you're physically fit, dude, if you're a fucking athlete, all you got to know is that will your mind shut down? Will you quit? Totally. And, and in, me and you both like, fuck no. I got no quit. Yeah. Like, you know, since yeah. I was five years old, you know, my parents, everybody knew Mikey's going to go do it. Yeah. I don't know what he's going to go do, but whatever he does, he's going to do it all the way. Yeah. And I had a very mind over matter, you know, yeah. um, even with this business, you know, yeah. get 30 no's, one yes. 30 knows one yes. I tell that all the time. I was like, dude, yeah. you, on social media, you guys have seen my success and you've missed 90% of my failure. Seriously. <laughs> because that 90% of that is that reality. Right. Right. And right. that is the reality is 90% of those are no's. Yeah. And you just got to keep getting up, dusting off and look in the mirror and say, fuck this. I'm, I got it. Dude, I, when I joined, the hardest thing I've ever done in my life before the military was hell week in football. Uh, That's it. Right. That's the hardest thing. And I, I remember going into hell week thinking, am I going to quit? Can I get through this? Right. right. <laughs> and I got through it. I'm like, that wasn't that bad. I'm fine. Right. So I get to the military. Baseball is not a hard, it's not a physically hard sport. Right? right. I just ran, you know, it's whatever it. So I've never really been challenged. Boxing's whatever. Right. Nothing's dude. Sure. I got to fucking basic training. I was like, Oh fuck, this sucks, dude. It's not <laughs> enough to make me quit, but it sucks. Right. <laughs> Take my phone from me. I don't get to talk to my family. I felt like, dude, I just joined the military and lost all my rights. Like I lost every privilege I used to have. Totally. Then I go to RIP. RIP is a Ranger indoctrinal program. And that's the that's the selection for getting into Ranger Battalion. Uh. That's a kick in the fucking nuts. Uh-huh. And I still sat there thinking, like, I don't I don't know if I'll ever say I quit. I just don't know if it's in me. Part of me is like, I would hate to embarrass my family, my own father, to tell my dad like that I quit. Yeah. Like I feel like it that's the scariest thought process for yeah. me. So I never could do it. But I never it never had a moment in, in, in the military where I thought that, where I thought, God, I'm ready to quit. And maybe if I did, it was just a quick, like, brush it back and like, okay, now you're just being an idiot, you know? Even in, in ranger school, ranger school was 60-something days of fucking carrying weight, no like very little sleep and uh, very little food. And there was days like, this sucks, but if I'm going to quit, I'll just do it tomorrow. And I kept with that, right? Yeah, like, I wake up and be like, ah, it sucks, but if I'm going to quit, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. And eventually, like, tomorrow's graduation day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, dude, there hasn't been something that has pushed me to say I quit in, in the sense where mentally I, I couldn't handle it, right. you know? This is the one thing that I've felt more vulnerable and, and, and almost looking for an excuse to, to back out of. You mean acting? Acting. Ah, oh, no, brother. No, and I'm not yeah. going to. Yeah. But this is this is this is the one thing, maybe because I'm older in age, maybe because I'm like I'm pretty comfortable with my lifestyle. Right. You know what I mean? It's it's the one thing where I'm like, I feel insecure because this isn't a strength thing. This isn't a physicality, right? This isn't right. me trying to outrun you guys or out push up you guys. Like there, I feel confident that I can compete. Sure. This is a fucking pull some emotion and fucking impress 
the person watching, have them believe in your message. Yeah. And fuck, dude, it's it's foreign. I can't go onto the YouTube and right. find out how to get better. Right. I can't go read a book and just get better by reading it. I can't go fucking lift a weight and be better. Right. I have to fucking consume myself into you this You can only world. do it. Do it. You know, and, and even then, it be, it's a perishable uh, type of a skill, yeah. right? Because you can't look in the mirror and act. No. Right? Like, if you do, then, you know, you're doing the old school silent films, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, it's just, it's something that you have to do. And the more time on camera, the more comfortable it gets, yeah. the more everything disappears. Yeah. And you're just there looking at those other, in, at the other person. Yeah. And everything else goes away. It's gone. Right. Um, yeah, you know, the work was... See, I went to theater school. Yeah. Right. So I, I got that muscle memory mm -hmm. and I and I was able to make everything disappear. Right. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I got to say, I got a little nervous when I went in and, you know, I'm working with Redford and, yep. you know, I'm working with Gandolfini and, yeah. you know, I'm working yeah. with like heavy hitters, yeah. like, you know, Jody Foster. And I'm like, you know, I know what I'm doing. But yeah. at the end of the day, I'm working with legends right, right now, you right. know. And yeah, even I get a little, whew, Yeah. And, uh, you know, you. You get in there and you shake it <laughs> off and you know you just go for it and live in that truth and and you know those emotions are there right? yeah they're always there yeah uh, whether you choose to address or explore them or not right uh, we all know you know god gave us everything we need to heal yeah. our, ourselves and at the end of the day the more honest that you can be with yourself yeah then the more honest you're going to be with everybody else and the way they can kind of and that's just kind of like living in that truth as an actor like yeah you see the lines you know i'm i'm dying today bro i never yeah. imagined acting would be like so it's funny just you're in the world of acting like i'm not in the world of acting i wasn't mm -hmm. right people just believe it's an easy thing people think like oh man if you guys need another actor let me know like i get these messages all the time yeah I see. right <laughs> right and it's sure. just like wait bro like i've personally worked a little bit at this right like i've done my share of a little bit and, mm -hmm. and I've definitely was fortunate enough to get onto this project but but it's not what they think no no yeah. it's a fucking job it's an it's 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 not easy it's not just you show up and you can do yeah it's a trip man there's so much that happens before they get to see that final product yeah at nine o'clock on Wednesday night right <laughs> like there is so much that happens and even though you've managed to make it look fucking super cool yeah a lot you know it's yeah. that don't let them see you sweat yeah you know and it does become acting yeah right like when you're up there and even hell my own personal life was fucking crazy i was selling my house you know i was uh going yeah. through some stuff and my own this was just last year yeah right and i had a meeting and i went in dusted it the fuck off and went in alpha dog and said bro and they were like, yeah. And I got uh, Taken last year yeah. that was on. Yeah. And then Taken got canceled. Well, and dude. again, world's falling apart. I said, fuck this. I went in. I said to Kurt and Mayans, I want to be on this show. Yeah. You know? And like, it is acting sometimes. But we act in our normal day life, right? right? You, yeah. you go to Starbucks well, and the world could be falling apart. And you're yeah. like, hey, can I get a uh, thing with two pumps of hazelnut, please? They don't know that your world <laughs> is falling apart, right? You're acting there at the yeah. drive through window just yeah. for a moment. You're two days away from foreclosure yeah, yeah, here, motherfucker. two days away from foreclosure, but can I get uh, dark with two pumps of hazelnut, please? Yeah, like, how's your day? It's good. Everything's good. <laughs> Everything is great. <laughs> Bro, and that's exactly it, man. Like, people don't realize, like... You guys are you guys are one hundred percent all in actors, and in 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 that is you jump from one job to another to another, and you're always looking for the next project, the one that's inspiring, the one that's going to be the big, uh, uh, the hit, the one that's going to be the 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 stable 
you know, yeah, seven or, seasons. Or even the one that you've never done before. Yeah. Right? Like, that kind of interests me. Right. Uh, I know it's only going to be two scenes in a big movie, but you know what? I haven't done that before. What is so, that? Yeah. What is that role for you? What do you think? What Like, it's something that you've like, man, I've loved the challenge of doing that. Well, dude, I would just like to be a fucking father for once on camera. Oh, I, damn. That's great. I would really like to be a father for once on camera and not have to show up and everybody dies, you know? Yeah. Like, usually when I show up, people <laughs> fucking die, right? Like, it's such a thing. Like, whether it's me or them, when when, when you see Irby show up on camera, someone's probably going to die. And, um, oh, that's you know, so fucking I, funny. I, you know what I mean? I would just sometimes, I would just, and I don't, and, and I don't know, you know, maybe that is something I'm not going to do, or, but, you know, I don't know, man. I got such a huge heart. They don't really let me show that yeah in, well it's in it's business. it's almost a thing as a, a typecast right like yeah. it's what it is it's yeah. like, you're great at what you do what you've been casted at 100% people haven't seen you outside of that too often yeah. so it's it's foreign to them yeah. you know and yeah. they, they don't know if they want to risk it when when they know there's another actor who gets casted for being the father yeah. being the drama you know the dramatic roles that, mm-hmm. that you don't get mm-hmm. and Damn. that's okay yeah, right? I'm still feeding my family at the right. end of the day right you know that's I mean again like I said before is there that job um, I think each I think each and every job is that way. Yeah, it's yeah. like you know, like each and every day can be that way. Today could be the day. Yeah, that it all changes. Dude, I think I think this this opportunity here with the Mayans MC is is so cool because the writers are amazing, right? And oh. and like the feel of this, we already know how successful Sons of Anarchy was, and and how fun it was to watch that ride. Oh yeah, and and now to know that we are in the one of the most anticipated spinoffs of of our time. Uh-huh. And I mean, just the social media alone is, is the show's not even out, and the social media is blown up. Yeah, the mind there's like four Mayans MC pages over thirty thousand. Bro, I, it, it, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I was like, wait, is this show? Wait, they already have a fan club and fan base and everything, and the show's not even out yet. No, uh, no, 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 they're ready. They're yeah. ready for the mind. It's ready. Yeah, and this is gonna be this is gonna be one hell of a ride. You know, whether whether you know it's uh, seven seasons or twenty. You know what I mean? It's gonna mm-hmm. be insane. Yep. Dude, I'm excited, man. I appreciate you just taking the time, man. This is just, just homeboys talking. I would love to try and give you a shout-out on some of your social media platforms because I know we're trying to grow those now. For sure. You know, and um, anything else you, you want to push out there. But let me get your Instagram right now. Your Instagram handle is what? Do you know? Uh, I, I, uh, <laughs> Let's I, pull it up. I believe it's Michael Irby. Um, There's that, probably like 12 Michael Irby's no, out no, there. No, no, no. Hold on. Let's, let's figure this out. Uh, <laughs> let's see these iPhoneies. Um Dude, the other day I made four different accounts for for some of the other guys on the set. There you go. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's Michael Irby. You, you got you've been getting tagged on all these, just so you know. So people are tagging you and all these. So all these people are tagging you, you know. And that's what that button is. And you go here, boom. These are your two pictures. So we should start uploading a little bit, a few more pictures. Either way, it's Michael Irby. M I C H A E L. I-R-B-Y. Go check out Michael Irby on Instagram. He also has a Facebook fan page. We just built that the other day. And Twitter's blowing up. I just passed 1,000. I was so... Dude, that's I, great. I, I was so happy to get over it. It's a good feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good great. feeling. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Well, you know, it, it's the future. It's the digital resume. Totally. It's what it is. And yeah. if we can help grow that social media for you, we're going to do our best to because uh, I think it's important. I think it's 
It's yeah, different. man, I'm getting hip. I'm pretty accessible. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll definitely check in. Um, uh, any other projects out there you want guys to check out or, or they should be interested uh, in checking well, out? you know, SEAL Team, I'm very Seal proud team. of it. You know, yep. um, we got a lot of the boys that came back and they're in the writer's room and they're on set and they're definitely bringing a nice level of honesty to it. That's good. Um, I'll be um, I'll be doing uh, Barry um, on HBO uh, nice. with Bill Hader. And what's um, that? Uh, it's a funny funny uh but but it's a vet who's come home yeah and uh he's trying to kind of figure out what he wants to do with his life nice. he ends up going to acting school and, and it's oh, bill Hader, right he goes to acting school but then he gets approached by the russian mob they figure out he's got a particular set of skills and he becomes a you, you know no spoiler but he's uh he's a fucking hitman yeah right so he's kind of double dipping he's uh oh, he's, he's great. working for the russian mob on this <laughs> side and then he's trying to become an actor on this side oh and that's it's, great and it's bill and he just he walks that fine yeah. line of drama and funny so well um, and then, you know, hopefully here in the next, uh, next month after we wrap this, I'm going to head out to Canada and go make a little movie. That's right. And, uh, you know, man, just staying busy, dude. That's it. Just staying busy. Just staying busy, man. That's well, I appreciate it. it, dude. I appreciate your time. Anytime you ever want to come back on the podcast, Absolutely. let's hit it up, dude. Absolutely let's have some right. fun. My I pleasure, appreciate brother. you, brother. 100%. I did it.